Hola, and welcome to the Ancestor Hour, where we have intimate conversations. Girl, we're going to be talking about it all. Yeah, we are. And how we've reclaimed our medicina. And how you can too. So grab your cafecito and join us on this conversation. On this beautiful live streaming on YouTube. Hello. Hola, Georgina. I'm excited about this topic because it's, you know, especially from last week's um, episode, I think that this is a really good one to have a conversation around. So we're going to be talking to you guys today about how to strengthen your connection to your ancestor magic. And I know that we both have been um, extremely busy deepening our connection even more so this year than ever before, especially with all the caca that has been happening in our lives. So I think that um, it's great to have this conversation before the holidays um, and everything. So, so welcome, welcome everybody. Georgina, how are you? But first, I mean, I love to start off. Maybe we can start off by saying, like, how you been? How was your how was your week? Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, we're excited that you're here. If you're joining us, if you're watching the replay, we always appreciate all all of you coming and supporting and listening and the feedback. So I just wanted to say thank you before we got started. And also, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, um, please do that. We talk about you know our humanity and how strengthening that really plays a role in our medicine and our magic. And this is a continuation of that. So I just want to like, you know, put that out there if you haven't, you know, listened to last week to make sure and do that. But this week, and as the holidays are approaching, and the end of the year is approaching, I think I feel like a lot of us feel right. Um, We're reflecting a lot back on the year on what we've done, what we haven't done, the roller coaster of emotions that we've been through. And the holidays, especially, you know, can be triggering for a lot of us for many different reasons. And I think it's really important that we allow ourselves the grace um, to do the best we can. And if you feel like you have nothing to celebrate and you don't want to be out and you don't want to be social and you're not in that space to honor that. I think it is mm-hmm. okay to not want to step into places um, where you're forced, you know, to pretend that you're feeling some way uh, because there's a lot of things going on right now. And I think for many of us, it's, we're having a lot of very deep, deep emotions And not only in our own lives, but also what we may be witnessing, Um, it feels heavy. But at the same time, um, I hope that all of us can also take in a little bit of joy and gratitude for how far we have come and all the things that we have navigated and how we have healed or not healed. But sometimes just waking up and taking a deep breath is working it of itself. There has been many days mm-hmm. that I didn't even want to get out of bed. I didn't want to take a shower. I didn't want to do anything. I had zero desire. So I think we we all need to also honor how far we have come um, in this past year and what we continue to witness. It's it's heavy on a lot of our 
on a lot of us. And um, I think we should navigate these spaces without judgment and just be honest and give ourselves grace. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. I think that that's the the most important word is give give yourself grace and honor where you are because we all have such beautiful in body wisdom and I think that that's where you know our intuition or um our pull to what is really what is really present and how can I show up for myself and honoring myself and you know it's kind of like the the theory of when you're on an airplane it's like putting on the mask first on yourself and then putting the mask on on other people and i know that for a lot of the community la comunidad you know it's really hard to connect it's really easy to be giving 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 because we're just so used to in la comunidad to not do self care and this is really a time to take a pause and really reflect on what is it that I need to keep the mask and the oxygen going. And it's okay to take those pauses and to honor where you are at the moment. You know, and I and I and I love what you started saying about, you know, the holidays. There's, you know, I was actually talking to my mom this morning because we were talking about like what are we gonna do for the holidays? Uh Riley my daughter, I'm going to pick her up on the 18th. And so, um, and so she's like, well, what do you, what do you feel? Like, what, what do you think that we're, we should be doing? And I, and I kind of said to her, like, it's just really, I think that it's really important to honor where we are in the moment, right, right now. And also to really teach our kids that what's going on in the world and to really take back what the holidays have meant you know, like the colonize, the, the, the consumption, like all the things that the holidays have been just grossly, you know, has, has grossly become and really take back and talk about like how to strengthen your connection to your ancestor magic, really take back that, that, um, that gross interpretation of what the holiday is and connect even deeper how it used to be. And so, you know, with that, like, that's where my connection to the ancestor magic and doing all of the, the beautiful research and connecting even deeper with my mom and asking her what she used to do. And like, before all the things came, became like, you know, all about what you what's the latest thing that we can get what's the latest all the latest like w what is it that's on the list this year it's just, just taking it back and really asking her like mommy like what did you used to do when you were a little girl well what were the practices that abuelita used to share with you when you were younger you know i love that and there's something you know with with the holidays and traditions and traditions that we we have in our homes and it's it's an opportunity like you said to ask the deeper questions because we've talked about ways that you can connect to your magic and medicina and for a lot of us it's in the kitchen so many mm -hmm. of us are being in the kitchen and are cooking for our families and are doing these things and you know instead of having that space like oh we have so much to do just be like wow these recipes have been passed down right like we can take those and make 
make them ours and strengthen that connection by simply being present when we're making, you know, whatever it is in your culture, you know, we here we make tamales and we make pozole and we do, you know, and I, I watched my mom, we're going to actually be doing that in a couple of weeks here. And so her recipes and how she does it and um, where she learned it. So that's our time to storytell. That's our time that, you know, we reflect on, oh, remember when we had to do this and those tamales and we had to give it, you know, and those things. Because my mom tells me stories when she was in the rancho and they how they had to do the masa. So as much it, unfortunately, as it is about consumerism, we also can change that narrative and choose the conversations that we have with our families, with the elders who are still mm -hmm. here. And we can, you know go into that space and be like, I want to hear your story. I want to hear, you know, because take advantage of family gatherings. Not everybody has, and, and I'm going to preface that because not everybody has this great family dynamic where they even want right. to be around their family. Valid. 100% valid. But if you can find the tia, if you can find an abuelita, if you can they don't have to be related to you. If you're going to, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's house and you're going to be there, ask the questions. How did, like Daniela said, how did you used to celebrate it in your country? What traditions do you have? Listening to the stories is medicine because it mm -hmm. also connects you to their history, to their ancestry. And like we've talked about, we are all connected. So, you know, taking in that, witnessing somebody else who maybe has never had an opportunity to share those stories or they haven't even thought about them helps them also heal by you genuinely being with intention and wanting to hear these stories and learning from your elders, not just in your lineage, but there's so many things that come from sitting with and being around our elders who share their medicine, who share their stories, who share their experiences that you might not even know that you need it. So I, I really feel that, you know, part of our conversation today is yes, strengthening um, our medicine and our magic. But so many times people forget that simply by asking somebody, by being in community with somebody, especially our elders, is such a deep rooted connection that... It doesn't have to be about all of these other things. We can simply sit, listen, and witness somebody else. I absolutely love that because I think that it's really important to bring back that tradition of elder. And especially like, you know, I know that for me, there's this this desire to know even deeper, right? Like, like the depth of what happened to the family like what exactly like what was rooted like i know that we, i you know we've talked about this before in, in in our other podcasts but you know in my family as much as our family is indigena we also carry like my great 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 grandfather was german and so you know we we carry both both lineages right and so wanting the desire to even even connect deeper right into those ancestral magic is really connecting and asking the stories and this is such a perfect opportunity to just 
be in a space like take your phone. I mean, I'm not pro phone in during the holidays, but take your phone and hit record, ask the questions. Like, because seriously, my, my father has, my mom, my dad is the storyteller in my family. Like, like legit, this man can, can talk and talk and talk about like all the things when we, from, from the whole family tree. But like, there's just so much information that sometimes like you're in, like you're engulfed in like the stories and like in awe of, you know, your ancestors going through certain things. And, you know, my parents, when they were younger, they went through the whole Pinochet, right? So the, the whole dictatorship mm -hmm. and like the whole part of being, you know, in my, my uncle, one of my uncles, um, on my dad's side was taken hostage and in, in, you know, because they thought that he was communism and he was, he was, he was a hostage for a while. They let him go fortunately, because they thought that he was somebody else. Um, but there's all these stories that are, you know, so important and they're so big and it's easy to forget or it's e easy to jumble in one thing after another. So, you know, even asking your elders to like, can we take some time and just write down and, and write the story? Because the thing that I find the most important as I've gotten older and, and the children have gotten older is that these stories are so beautiful for me, right? And when I was a kid, I'd like to listen to them. But as I've gotten older, they've they've been even more important to me. I don't know about you, Georgina, but but I know that I wanna I wanna save them so that when the kids get older, they have them. Absolutely. And it is it is up to each of us. We get to come into these spaces with our curiosity and with our intention and with our openness. And like I said, if you don't have a family that you resonate with and, you know, and or you're adopted, there's so many different scenarios that go with people who can't necessarily connect with um, people in their family. This is a beautiful opportunity to create your own traditions and connect to your ancestry. Look, go online, find a dish from your country, from the region, get very specific what is it that they do there? Experiment, bring those smells, bring those ingredients, bring, you know, all of those things from that place into your home. If you love cooking, try a, a new recipe, do that. You know, if, if there is, you know, a part of your ancestry that you haven't traveled to and you've always had a fascination, start learning the language if you don't know it, you know? do it that way. Get a book about the history, the true history, the indigenous history, not so much the colonized because history, but do some research. What was it like for the indigenous people there? If there's artifacts somewhere, you can go to a museum and connect. Mm -hmm. I recently went, um, you know, to a museum that I didn't expect. I didn't know what to expect there. It was a little museum. And all of a sudden, there's all of these artifacts that are um, being borrowed in particular, you know, before it moves on. I had no idea what to expect, but there was Olmec and Toltec and all of these beautiful drawings uh -huh. and all these things. It was, and I didn't expect it. Yes, it was beautiful. And I didn't have to go to Mexico to like see all this stuff. 
but here it was. And so just being around it, I felt the connection. And I don't know that people go to museums enough or go to, you know, exhibits enough and do those things. There's so many ways to go outside of our box in order to create that. And if you don't know how to do it, put pen to paper, write a story about what you think it is. If you like working with your hands, get some clay, mold what you think mm. your ancestors would look like, feel into your hands, you know, get a clump of clay and just start. This is what my ancestor would look like. This is a mm. story she would tell me, you know, if you love drawing, do that. I mean, there's so many ways, especially now, if we're in that space of family and what does my family look like and what is, you know, the magic and the medicine that they carry, I think there's a lot of things that we can do if we think outside of the box as as a way to connect because our connection doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Yeah. Yeah, and I also do love that um before you pr- the 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 whole line of cuz I know that I've had you know there's for me there's two two spots because when I moved here when I was really little and I'm actually starting to um write a story all about like you know somebody had asked me yesterday do you still remember coming here from Chile and when you were when you were little and I was like of course because it was so traumatizing like I went from somewhere where I felt completely connected completely grounded loved and all the things and it came into the space where I I didn't feel that it was completely the opposite and so for me it's also understanding that family you know we do have some families in which I know that we've talked about before that we may not resonate with and and I think that in this in 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 this particular point and this particular spot Let's not take the cultura, right? The ancestor magic, your magic, la cultura, the thing that represents the whole culture and and put it with one person, right? And I think that a lot of the times when we do ancestor work, and I know that you do ancestor work, I do ancestor work, a lot of people have come at least to me and said and asks like, what if I don't resonate with my grandma or what if I don't resonate with my mom? Like I'm in, I'm in a fight with my mom or all, you know, like, am I still, can I still get connected? And the truth is yes, because if we take the essence of what the culture is and not emphasize it on that one person or that group of people, then we can make it and take it above what the actual learning of that cultura is, right? It could be so many things, healing modalities. It could be like what you were saying, a a scent. Like my cousin and I are doing that, uh, uh, writing that book. And we're sitting there and, and, and we're talking about our grandmother, which was, I mean, our grandmother was everything in, in, in the family. She was like the anchor. And at some point we looked at each other and we're like, you know, but even though she was an anchor, you know, she was a person too. Like she was, she was, she was, she had sazon, you know, and she was bitchy at some points. And like, there's some things that she would, that she did that wasn't so great. And so, 
even in that humanity, right? Let's not elevate the whole experience, but even in that, it's like, yes, but la cultura, like the 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 medicine, right? That space where it's like the ancestor magic. It's not about that one person. It's about the whole lineage. Yes. I I and I love that you said that because you know, when we talk about calling in our ancestors, I'm very specific about the ones that I call in. And I know that Daniela is too. Um, the way that I have learned about my ancestors is not everybody's doing their work. Not everybody does their work on this side. Not everybody does their work on that side. And that's not for me to judge. That's not for me to, you know, um, criticize it we all we all have our own journey our own healing but when i call in my ancestors i call in the ones that are doing their work those are the ones that my life is chaotic enough like if you are chaos mm-hmm. on the other side i don't need that energy coming all up in my business because my life is complicated <laughs> enough all by itself so I'm very, i, I send them all up it is it is i send everybody love. like i love you if you're over there not doing your thing, I love you from here, but stay there. You're you're not the ones yeah. that I'm calling in. I got I got a war to fight. I got things mm-hmm. to do. I have this projection to go. I need the ones that are doing their work, that have the highest good for me, that want to see our lineage, you know, continue to be and evolve and step into and do all of the things right? All the things that were denied Mm -hmm. to us, all of the things that we, and they didn't get to do and experience and say out loud, you know, because we are going to be the next generation ancestors. And so I'm not calling everybody in, not everybody's my friend, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I love you, you're my family, but that doesn't mean that, you know, let's, let's be real. Because that's, let's Let's be real. real. Because that's just the truth. I mean, some of the, uh, of the ancestors and the family, are not so are not the greatest. And that's a that's the thing about creating boundaries and creating and working in in, in this with the ancestors, and with the with the magic. So Georgina, what is the what do you say for you is the thing that has deepened your connection to your ancestor magic? I, okay. I think probably what has deepened for me, and this is just, I mean, if you're following us, you know, both Daniela's and I stories, we've been very open about what we share. I think a really big, let's see, I mean, yeah, probably a really big stepping into has been the passing of both Armando and my sister, because as much as I have been in grief, they are now the front line, right? They are the front line of my ancestors. And we all are going to experience people that we lose in our life. You know, it used to be my abuelita and she passed, you know, 15 years ago. I I have both of my biological dad and my, you know, kind of adopted dad have also passed, but they had their own shit going on, you know? So if I mm-hmm. needed help, I'm not calling on them because I know that they still have their own shit to work on. Like, I know that Mm -hmm. they might love me, but they're not going to like stand for me. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I think the deepening of, of my connection with my ancestors is also 
being deep in grief and having to have faith that the time that I spent with them here grows exponentially of their love for me on the other side, because they are going Mm -hmm. to be able to do things on the other side that they have not been able to do for me here. Yeah. Because I know that they are doing their work on the other side. I like, I know for a fact, some, you know, my sister, because she had mental health issues and had stuff, I know she is doing her own work on the other side, you know, but Armando, I know he's there for me. Like he's around all the time. And so I can call on him. I could, you know, he, he's got his journey, but I think going through death and going through grief and going through that and experiencing like so much heartache on one side and then having to step into, but you know that they're your ancestors and you know that he's going to have your, he's, if he had my back here, it's like a hundredfold mm-hmm. on that other side. And I think there's something to be said about calling on our ancestors, you know, known and unknown. And I say that all the time, you know, we call upon them, both the known and unknown. But when we've had such a deep connection, like, you know, with our grandmothers, with our mothers, with our siblings who have passed and have that connection, the way that we step into and have that reciprocity, like the respect and the the physical, you know, connection, let alone the emotional connection, I think the deepening of that has taken it to another level for me. Like I know Mm. what it was like with my grandmother, but now it's at an even deeper level because Mm. of everything that we've had to navigate together. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. And of course, like, I think that it's, it's having those for me, it's like having those really big life moments. And I think that there are some people who through grief, through losing, through, you know, losing that, that dream or losing like that transition. Right. And I think that for me, like deepening into my match, into the ancestral magic is really, it, it, it just, it took on a more like deeper sense of connection to the land. And like it was before, like before my work was deep and I'm not like, I think that I'm, I've always been an extremely deep person, right. Always looking for like the depth of, of things, but I, but through this, navigating my daughter's mental health and her wellness and, you know, navigating whether she is going to stay or not stay or choose, you know, what, what she's going to choose and be living present. It's really grounded me into wanting to connect so deeply to the earth. Like there is just a, a desire um, to want to, just be in the land just be as it like to take away all like to take away everything and live completely simple to bring in more of the simplicity and more of you know hierbas and 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 connecting to the way that things used to be and so for me like it's it's really experimenting connecting listening 
being more in tune with my body, right? It's like taking away all of the noise from from the outside, living in my emotions, right? Like, like talk about mm. the other day I was listening to this podcast, um, and it was talking about it was talking about rage and it was talking about the nervous system. And you know, we get into these cool like uh, like buzzwords of like, oh, like, let's talk about the nervous system. And all of a sudden, everybody's talking about the nervous system. And like, let's talk about rage, you know, and like, everybody's talking about rage. But the one thing that I don't think that like, we talk about it, and we talk about the nervous system. And there is like this superficial conversations around it. But nobody really gets into the space of rage. And the only way of allowing yourself to get into the space space of rage is by understanding that our ancestors, and talk about ancestor magic, our ancestors knew how to work with the body. And they knew that our bodies were animalistic. And they would watch and observe and 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 listen and and tune into you know how the season and and this cyclical spaces that we that we have the moon you know the, our cycles like the earth you know we they they watched and when something happened and when rage happened and when sadness happened, they let all of that out so that they wouldn't carry it inside of them. Of them. And so when we're connecting to our medicine, we're really connecting to all of those practices for me, at least uh, ancestor me- medicine is connecting to all those practices that we used to have, like, and how we would heal. Because for me, like, it's, it's about connecting to the healing part of it to connecting to the animalistic part of who we are as as primates right and and going back to basics in our in our ancestry magic i love all of that and there's so much truth in that and you and i have discussed needing to rage that our body yeah. is literally like ready to just go out and pounce. And I mean, it is what it is. We're, we're, we don't hold back here. We're telling you guys the conversations that Daniela and I have had secretly. We're like, okay, we're going to meet somewhere. There's going to be a fire. There's going to be women. And we are literally going to be running around like crazy people yelling at the top of our lungs with our drums because we are so sick and tired of carrying all of the things that we've had to go through for the entire freaking last year. And our body does it. There's no words. That's the thing. There's no words that are going to explain. And so our bodies are tired of trying to figure out a word that's going to like make it all better. And it's not, it's going to be a physical act. It's going to be a releasing act. It is going to be no socks on the ground, grounding ourselves, being very, very in one with Pachamama, with our spirit, with our guides, with our ancestors, and they are coming to help us release mm-hmm. because yeah, we need it and it's needed. And especially with everything that's going on, um, we have been told so many times to lower our voice, calladita oh te ves más bonita, not to do these things. I mean, we have, you know, it's so been much. ingrained in us to take a back seat. 
And if we do share our emotions, oh, she's emotional. Oh, she can't. Da, da, da. That is not what we're that's not what we're talking about here. And that's a completely different subject. I mean, we can go down the rabbit hole. And and so for me, it's really it's really about what is it that we're doing? What is it that we're teaching? How are we showing up for our our ancestor magic? And how are we going to start to break down all of that? And so that's how my connection to my ancestor magic has shown up in, in, in this last year. You know, and I think that's beautiful. And thank you for sharing because I feel that so many of us go through a roller coaster of, of emotions and we're constantly trying to regain our footing, right? We keep getting knocked around and things keep coming at us and it's how we choose to once again, ground ourselves in that space. And so many times we feel alone and mm -hmm. it's valid. There's many times, even if I know that my ancestors are here, even if I know that my ancestors love me and are here to support me, I still feel alone sometimes. And I know you have too, you know, Yeah. and that's where our faith comes in. And that's mm -hmm. where our intention comes in. And that's where our work comes in because it is work to constantly get up every day and proclaim that I am my ancestors wildest dreams. I choose to get up to reclaim and remember and represent. And some days I was like, fuck all that. I'm not doing shit. And that's okay too. Like we have to honor where we are as let's be real. We just, cause sometimes it's pajama day and that's just is yeah. <laughs> what it is. So we, you know, stepping into your spirituality and your medicine and connecting to your ancestors is so personal and so beautiful. Don't let the holidays deter you. Don't let gathering with family who you don't necessarily don't like deter you. Find a way for yourself. Share the stories. Listen to the stories of your elders. Do beautiful things in the kitchen. Do beautiful things for yourself because um, we're the ones that get to choose how to reclaim that. Mm. So true. That's so beautiful. And with that, I, we're, we're at time and I'm, I'm not going to add anything else except for, you know, you can find us at on the Instagram. Uh, we have our handle for those of you who are watching live or on um, a repeat on YouTube. Our handle is right there. I am Daniela.Miranda. You can also find me on conexionalcorazon.com. CO and Georgina, how can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Curly Silver Fox, or you can go to mujermagic.com. Um, like always, we love you. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you guys next time. All right. Ciao, ciao.